absolutely beautiful. Let me take you back to 2011. It's the All-Africa Games in Mozambique. Now, after this particular tournament, you decided to call it quits. I mean, hang up your football boots and then move on to a different sphere of your life. Some might argue that you might have retired a little bit too early. Take us through what was going on in your mind at the time when you decided to hang up your football boots. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Aaron, you know a lot. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, it was a tough time for me. Um, if, if, you, if you remember, Aaron, in South Africa, we don't necessarily have a professional setup uh, in terms of our soccer for women, especially. So I, I was at the time having to juggle my um, 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 school fees and my own bills and, you know, just making life and uh, at some point, I had to, you know, rely on my qualification um, uh, for become accounting and get a job. So that also affected my job that I'll just take off and go and play football for a good month, you know, I'm away from work. And I've got, you know, I've got my deliverables at work that I have to look after. And so that 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 was a clash. It wasn't smooth sailing. You know, when you're a student athlete, you know, the university will always be supporting you. But once you hit the corporate ladder, you have to make uh, some choices so unfortunately i had to i had to be um, i had to take that journey of saying okay soccer has been great i have to go down corporate ladder now um another thing was the constant uh, injuries that i had especially on on, on on my knee you know i didn't seem to to have any joy you know, every time i tried to play i had to be sidelined because of because of my injuries so um, it was a terrible time for me, I think, um, a sad time because I had to let go of my one true love and, and focus on another love, you know, so um, very unfortunate, you know, having to sit my, my, my parents down and say, yeah, this is it, you know, we have to, we have to bow down gracefully now. And, but I, I love the support that I got most, especially from my family and my friends, my close friends. They supported me wholeheartedly. It was sad because there's no more going to the airport to go pick me up, you know, living the high life. There's none of that. Like that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, I love the support that I got from my family, from my friends, and also from my club, UJ at the time. You know, everybody was just huddling around me and, and just, you know, giving me a, a strong hug to say we are with you. So yeah, sad to have, to have hung up my boots so early. Um, but yeah, it's one of those. Definitely. You you talk about your retirement, but I would like to go into your journey as, as a football coach. Let's talk a little bit about WITS, WITS University, and some of the amazing achievements that you achieved with WITS. But also, let's talk about the transition from the five years that you spent at WITS, now moving over to UJ. Yeah. I mean, WITS afforded me my first official um, um, coaching role. Um, and not only was it official, I was the head coach, you know, so it was a, 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 a big jump in my career where I, I was going um, getting my badges, I was transitioning from playing, uh, because even after I retired internationally, I still continued for my club. Um, so when Vets called out, I said, okay, maybe this could be a new challenge that I can venture into, let's see. Um, the, the new donor, the coach now. Let's see how I experienced that life. And mm. it's, been, it's been an amazing journey with Vets. It's been a, an up and down, you know, sometimes it's stagnant, sometimes it's just fast paced, sometimes it's, it's very high and sometimes some other days it will be so low, you know, and 
Um, but I appreciate everything that, that, that I went through because I think it, 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 it molded me um, to be the kind of coach that I am today. Um, some of the achievements that I can make mention of was, you know, being able to um, um, win the original league uh, uh, um, the first season that I got there and also the second season, you know, two-time regional league champion with Vez, um, a first and also being promoted to the, the Sasso League uh, and, and, and in our first season, we just achieved position five and in the same year, we were now, you know, the, a strong team that managed to finish in, in on the third uh, uh, position for the university competitions, USA and all of this was happening in a very short space. Like I say, it's one of those fast paces where I was like, okay, we are, we are achieving, we're achieving big things now, you know, we're doing big things. And in a way, just also writing our name into the history of this uh, amazing institution, this university, you know, it's one of the oldest institutions in this, yeah. in this country. Um, and also even last year before I left, you know, at some point we were, we were gunning for, for, for the promotion to the, to the, to the Hollywood Bears League, but unfortunately we finished third, and which is also still a very great thing. You know, I, I, look, I look back and I smile when I think of all these achievements that we've got, um, amongst others as well, having to promote um, about five junior players into the junior structures under under 20 national team. That was also something where I was like, wow, Dunga, you know, you, you can actually do this. You know, you are quite an influential someone, you know, you, you, you don't need to be gaslighting yourself. It is what it is, you know, <laughs> but um, yeah, you know, my journey with Vets was, was, was truly an amazing one, one which is full of um, great memories and, and, and I'm entirely, entirely grateful to the management of Vets University and Vets Sports. Um, yes, like I say, I'm, I'm someone who enjoys challenges, um, Aaron, I love I love being challenged. I love being sparked up, and it had been an, an amazing five years. And I said, "Look, let's try something new. Let's let let's see what's you know over the over the rainbow. Can we get the, the pot of gold? What what what's happening at that point?" And that's when UJ came calling, and I answered that call, and I said, "It's a good challenge. It's in a higher league. It's in, with a new institution. Um, you know, can I can I test myself again?" And it's, it's been amazing. Absolutely beautiful. I'd like for us to talk about values. Now, as a player, players always talk about these are my values. As a coach, you're trying to instill certain values into, into your team as, as a whole. Talk a little bit about values, like the values that you learned as a player, and also now the values that you're now instilling into the youngsters that you are coaching. Yeah. Um, I appreciate my coaches for this. You know, I've had so many coaches and all of them, when I think back, they have the one common goal of you have to be very disciplined um, when approaching football, um, when playing football, and you also have to be determined. You know, you have to have a purpose why you are doing um, what you're doing. You keep on saying you love the game, but, but what is the drive? You know, what is the, 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 the driving factor behind it? And I appreciate them for that because it has also made me realize, you know, some of the the opportunities that I've that I've received in my in my playing days. It's not only the talent, but also the hard work, and that was also pushed by the discipline that they instilled in me. Um, so those are some of the values that I I, I rolled with when I was still a, a player, and I try and steal from there and put it into you know, my coaching um, uh, ethics as well. You know, you have to be disciplined, you have to be driven. 
you know, you have to have a, a sense of purpose in, in your career and you always have to stay ready because if I, if I, I always say, if I didn't train as hard as I did, even when my coaches were not there, I don't think I would have gotten players or not, you know, for, for the national team. It's not only when you are playing or when they see you at that moment that they actually appreciate your talent. It's, it's the opportunity presenting itself and it finds you ready. But if you're not ready, if you haven't been training, if you haven't been disciplined to, 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 to your journey, you know, things will come, come by very tough. You will not even be able to withstand any, any of the opportunities that you're getting. And that's something that I drive uh, my team with, uh, all the teams that I've coached. Stay disciplined, stay ready. Keep on reinventing yourself every day. You know, you cannot be the same player that you were yesterday. You have to elevate every day. Um, and, 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 and that's just, you know, in a nutshell who I am as well. Beautiful. Spoken like a coach that has lifted a few trophies. I absolutely love it. You're locked onto the Sport MBT Insider, a podcast for unrelenting coverage of women in sport. I absolutely love diving deeper into the journeys of our athletes, coaches and administrators to get to know them a little bit better than we do. Coming up this Wednesday is an interesting round of quick fire questions, a great opportunity for some good laughs and some great banter. Keep it locked onto Sport MVT, where we celebrate our women in sport.